Hello and welcome to the Thriving Three Counties podcast with me, Dan Barker. Conversations with inspiring business people throughout the three counties of Herefordshire, Worcestershire and Gloucestershire. And now it's time for today's episode. I hope you enjoy the show. Okay, hello and welcome to the Thriving Three Counties podcast. I'm Dan Barker and I'm here in the studio today with our guest. She runs uh, one of the most well-known shops in Ledbury, I'd say, one of the uh, one of the great shops that we have on the high street here. Um, and I've, I've watched her grow it from a, a small shop to a, a now quite a big one, supplying lots of different places, uh, a huge online presence, and also this is a special one for me because uh, this lady was my first actual paying <laughs> customer as a, uh, as a photographer, so uh, quite a cool one. And uh, she is Jane Salt of Hay Wines in Ludbury. How are you doing, Jane? I'm really good, thank you, Dan, and delighted to be here. Thanks very good. much for inviting me. Not really at all. appreciate Thanks it. for coming in, I appreciate it. It's and okay. uh, yeah, as I said, I appreciate the fact that you helped me change careers, really. Absolutely. Well, we've, we've both grown over the years haven't we so um yeah. it's fabulous to see that and uh, you know you're obviously doing really well so i'm i'm delighted that uh, you've made this move into well it's a while ago now isn't it it was yeah i know it was uh, it was 2013 was he really yeah oh yeah. my goodness that was the first time and, i hadn't uh, realized it was that long ago wow yeah yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah just to re- recount the story because we had just closed down poppy's shop and, oh, that's right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And you were about to have your website built. That's it. And I think uh, you mentioned to Poppy that you were trying to take, you had to yeah. take photos of bottles. And she said, oh, Dan will come and help. And then yeah. I, I came in and had a little go. That's right. And bottles are notoriously difficult, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and you were sat in that back office, all squeezed in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that tiny space. And it was boiling hot because yeah. it was the summer as well, it was. wasn't it? Yeah. And then we did a sort of, what, 2,000 bottles, I think? Something like that, yeah. Oh, over the next crazy. couple of months. Yeah, yeah. So, no, that was really cool because uh, I think it was that that made me realise that I could actually do something yeah. that I enjoyed and someone would actually give me some money for it. Absolutely. A, quite a big <laughs> difference to what I was yes. used to. Yeah. But um, anyway, first of all, um, people find you at haywines.co.uk. That's correct, yeah, absolutely. And can order huge amounts of incredible drinks and spirits <laughs> Absolutely. and uh, everything from there. Uh, you've got an amazing selection, which I should know because I've photographed every single one. Quite right too. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then of course, across, across sort of Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn and everything, you're, yeah, you're we're, on Yeah, we've got a good online presence, so... Um, you are, you're very good yeah. at that. We'll talk about that a bit later, I think. Okay. But um, yeah, first of all, I, I, I remember a little bit, I think you bought Hay Wines, didn't you? Well, what we did is we, um, now we're going back now to 2009. Okay. Um, and um, I'd, I, I was still working in corporate world. So I was, I was working in pharmaceuticals. I've been there 25 years, mm-hmm. which is where I met my husband. Right. Um, and he was doing something different. He was running a, um, a strategic marketing company, sort of digital marketing company. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was through his, his um, uh, consultancy, really, that we came across a, a chap who had a small wholesale wine company based out of Hay on Wine. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so he was a, the chap himself was a sommelier, so he got a very good palate, right. knew a lot about wine, okay. and he'd been running his business for a few years, but it w- wasn't really doing very well. He'd just got a small number of wholesale accounts based out near Hay on Wine. Right. Um, and he came to us to see whether we would be prepared to invest in his business. Okay. Um, and we looked at his uh, books and said, mm, no, I don't think so. It's not really a viable business. Um, so he eventually went bump. Mm-hmm. And we decided uh, wine, wine wasn't something that we had thought about doing. It's something that we enjoyed and loved, but not something that we knew a great deal about. Um, having said that, um, we're both business people. Okay. Uh, I mean, my, my role in, in pharmaceuticals has always been sales and marketing. Right. So okay. I'm good at sales. I know how to sell things. Um, didn't know much about wine. Chris, likewise, he's he's more strategic than me. I'm more tactical. Get on and do stuff. You right. know, you, you give me an idea, I, I can run with it and I can make it happen. Whereas he's the ideas guy. Yeah? Okay. okay. He's the strategy. So we, we looked at it and thought, well, we'd always had a, a grand plan to get out of big corporate world. 
Um, and this was potentially an opportunity to do that. Mm -hmm. So that's why we started up Hay Wines. So we re-employed the gentleman who had been running his own company to help us set it up because we're not wine experts. Okay. Um, and that was in the sort of summer of 2009. Right. Um, and we thought at the time, as I say, it was just a wholesale business based out of an industrial estate in Hay on Wye. Mm -hmm. um, so we started looking for a retail outlet. And we obviously we looked in hay, nothing really came up. And then towards the end of that year, Threshers went bump. Now, Threshers was the, the chain of wine rack and Threshers. And there was a, a branch of that in Ledbury, which is where we are now. OK. Yeah. So that, that retail outlet became available. And actually, my husband and I live in West Malvern, so it was much more convenient to have a shop in Ledbury <laughs> than it would be out <laughs> in hay on wine. <laughs> yeah. so, um, so we took that on and we started up Hay Wines from about... Well, we started up Hay Wines in the summer and we opened the shop in the November. Right, In time okay. for the Christmas, okay. yeah. Uh, so we moved everything from Hay over to Ledbury yeah. because we could run the wholesale from there as well. Um, and that's how we started. We employed staff that had worked in the wine industry mm -hmm. to sort of get us going. Yeah. Uh, the gentleman that worked for us initially that set it up... Um, was no better at running our business than he was at running his own, right. to be quite frank. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so about uh, 18 months later, I got made redundant from, from pharmaceuticals. And because I'd been with them for quite, quite some time and I was fairly senior in, in the business, um, I got a good redundancy okay, package. Okay, so you were, still, you were still doing your day so job I was doing that while initially. you yeah. had, had the shop. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but the shop really wasn't doing what we wanted it to do. Okay. So yeah. when I came out of pharmaceuticals, I thought, right, this is the opportunity. I can go in, take over the running of Hay Wines and try and make it work the way mm. we would expect it to work. Mm. Whilst I didn't know a lot about wine other than how to drink it. <laughs> <That's good stuff. laughs> um, I know about business and I'm sure yeah. I can learn about wine. And effectively, that's what we did. Right. Okay. So Chris has always been in the background doing the strategy and do it ha he's more... Uh, aligned to the web side of the business because that's obviously part of his background mm -hmm. uh, whereas i've been doing the hand-to-hand day-to-day running of the of the shop building the shop okay. up expanding the uh, offering of the shop uh, we instigated very quickly regular tastings to get the local community engaged mm -hmm. and bought into it and coming in and trying things that they probably wouldn't have tried otherwise yeah. and that's that was a big part of how we built our clientele and also you expand the range of products that the the customer experiences and hopefully then tries again at a later date yeah, mm -hmm. yeah so yeah. it's about engaging with the community how can you and and to be fair we got a lot of support from our suppliers right. um we we had a fantastic range, huge range of suppliers and some fantastic people who have helped us right from day one, mm -hmm. learning how to do it and what to do and how to run it and all the rest of it. Mm -hmm. So it, the business has sort of grown from there. We concentrated on the shop initially. We've expanded, as I say, expanded the range. We introduced whiskies. Mm -hmm. Latterly, we've introduced a much bigger range of gins because that's a popular thing at the moment. But we've, yeah. we've got a huge range of, of as you know, having photographed them all, <laughs> eight or 900 different wines from all yeah, over the place. Yeah, yeah. So we're known okay. for our broad range of things. We're known for our customer service. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. I remember that from yeah. uh, when I first sort of moved to Ledbury and uh, it was like, wow, you go in there and you can tell Hopefully them what you're having. Hopefully people talk to you. Yeah, yeah, you can tell them what you're having for dinner and they will Find something you the, within your budget that the will... The wine that you suit. need, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm rubbish at like remembering different types of wine, so that's the kind of service I need if I'm going to buy that's wine. It. You know, but wine can be. You know, what the last thing I wanted when 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 we set up Hay Wines, um, my experience of of wine shops was prior to that was was it was all a bit intimidating. Yeah. You know, you go in because and they they tended to be a bit old fashioned and a bit stuffy, and you think, well, you know, I don't know anything about wine, so I, I feel a bit intimidating going in and talk, trying to ask a question. So that's the last thing I wanted anybody to feel coming into Hay Wines. So mm -hmm. everybody that comes into Hay Wines should be at least greeted. Yeah. Um, and if people, they should be approached and asked, would you like some assistance in any way? You yeah. know, what sort of thing you're looking for? You know, is it yeah. a special occasion? Is it whatever it is? Yeah. Because we're there to help. We're, we're the experts. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we want people to have a good experience. And regardless of what their budget is, they'll get a good quality bottle of wine. You won't find the same wines in Hay Wines that you find down at Tesco's mm. or down at the co-op or any of yeah. the multiples. You'll get something slightly different. So yeah. um, no, that definitely... that's what it's about, really. Okay. And uh, it's sort of gone from there. It's interesting <laughs> that, you you know, like you said, you didn't really have 
experience in wine, but had the confidence from a business point of view to, mm. to have a crack at it, I suppose. So Chris, was, Chris was running his own consultancy yep. already. So yep. had he been sort of self-employed? He, yeah, in the past, kind yes. Of thing, yeah, he sort of dipped in and out of corporate world, but he's he ran his own ceramics company when he was much younger, very successfully. Yeah, right, so okay. he, he's 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 much more of a um, risk taker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he'll try different things. He he can put him put his mind to lots of things, and as I say, he's very strategic. Um, he sees the big picture and gets very frustrated with me because I I focus on the detail and I get frustrated with him because he. Sees the big picture and then wanders away and changes topic onto something else, you know. That's, <laughs> That's the dream those... team scenario, though, yeah. isn't it? Like the one with the ideas and then the one that can put That's them in it. place. That's I've heard it. that That's before w- from... That's how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's supposed to be the optimum kind of uh, yeah. partnership. Okay, so... In, in, but in terms of kind of taking that jump then from, yeah. you know, the corporate world where you're... You know, you've got your salary and everything. That's was right. That a, that's, was that's, that a strange that's a, time? That's a real challenge. And... Um, I have to say, I, I'm not a risk taker by naturally. I'm quite conservative in terms of, you know, right. I like to feel comfortable and safe. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I liked having my regular income and my, you know, 20 days holiday or whatever it is. And, yeah, you know, yeah. I used to travel a lot, that type of stuff. So it was a big change for me, mm. but I absolutely love it. I don't I have never regretted it. I don't even think about pharmaceuticals, what I used to do. <laughs> you know, I miss the salary, maybe. But yeah, yeah. the pleasure of running your own business and seeing something develop and change and grow is so fulfilling that, I would never, ever go back to working for somebody else. Right, It's yeah, just not possible yeah. now. And I was a great corporate worker, yeah? Yeah. The only thing, the thing I really hated about corporate world was the politics. Right, I'm not okay, a politician. Yeah. Um, I can't be doing with any... And that's the nice thing about running your own business. You haven't got any of that. Yeah, um, sure. And the one thing that I love about Haywines and Lembury is it's a relatively small market town, Um I walk down the high street and I know lots of people, yeah? Yeah. So you really become part of the community. It's like you yeah. and I, we've known each other since 2013, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, And I know lots of people and everybody works together. Everybody supports everybody else and that's a fantastic feeling. Mm-hmm. You feel as though you're part of the community. You are part of the community. You know, yeah. I know the people that run most of the businesses around me. We yeah. all get together, we have, you know, when times are easier than they are at the moment. We might have <laughs> group meetings, traders meetings, all sorts of things. And everybody yeah. supports everybody else and that's that's how it should be. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's a fantastic community. It's a wonderful thing to have done. I'm really pleased that we've done it and I love what I do and I intend yeah. to continue doing it as long as I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that comes across when you know when you walk into the shop and, and, and everything yeah. like you're saying with the service and Everything it flows down to the the people that work there. And, exactly, and, and we have um, we've got loyal employees that have been with us for a long time. Our daughter's now working in the business. She's she came into the business what a couple of years ago, yeah. on, a, on and off because she likes to travel. That's fair enough. <laughs> but um, we're building something not just you know uh, for us, but for something that adds value to the community, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Um, and also can be a potentially a legacy for us. Now, whether yeah. we expand the business, that's something we're looking at now. Um, I mean, we, we, we had several different arms to the business. Obviously, the shop is the main thing. Mm-hmm. You've mentioned we have a website. So the website mm-hmm. is, um, you know, a big part of the business now. But we also do wholesale. Yeah. And since the beginning, we've always done events. Right, now, obviously, okay. under the current climate with the covid restrictions there's been no events at all we didn't do any last year we won't be doing any this year yeah. and we are we i think we've pretty much made the decision that we we don't want to go back into that arena right okay. it's hard work okay. um you know chris and holly my husband and my daughter ran most of that with help from other people sort of on an ad hoc basis but it's a lot of work yeah and okay hard, yeah they? they're hard work <laughs> to do you're standing outside in the cold wet whatever you know if you're doing a christmas fair or something like that um, it, it, it's a very, uh, it's a way of, it's a good way of en- a, en- engaging with a lot of customers, picking up a lot of feedback about what you're doing, but it's mm. very hard to, to, you know, it's hard work to do and the profitability of it is variable, shall we say? Mm. Yeah. 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 So okay. I think moving forward, 
because of the changes that have happened in the last 12, 12 months, um, I'm not sure that even if events start coming on board again, that the, pub, the general public is going to go back to them in the way that they were doing yeah, before. Sure. So, so I'm not sure it's something we're uh, concentrating sort of, yeah. on other, other areas of the business. Yeah, so, yeah. good yeah. use of the word concentrating yeah. instead of pivoting, by the way. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, a good way of putting it, concentrating my efforts elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, okay. again, of course, the other thing that's been hit in this last 12 months is wholesale. So wholesale mm -hmm. is, I mean... We're fortunate in that wholesale is not a huge part of our business. There are other wine companies where 90% of their business is wholesale right, and they well, must be really okay. struggling. Yeah. So we're yeah. fortunate that we already had a good website in place. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously the shop has been able to stay open, but our, our shop model has changed because we are majority of what we're doing now is local delivery. So people are phoning mm -hmm. up and making placing orders over the phone, and we're offering free, free delivery to quite a wide area across the three counties yeah. with no minimum order. Yeah. And, and that's taken off quite significantly, and we did that right from day one in the lockdown. Yeah. Um, so that's helped enormously, and we've moved to, to selling more cases of wine, mm -hmm. so mixed cases, of, you know, so people don't have to spend hours trawling the website and decide, trying to decide uh, yeah. what they want. There's, there's things set up so that people can pick something that they think might suit their palate and their budget. It seems um, to me that you're always like evolving and sort of coming up with new ideas that are yeah. really good <laughs> for well, we starters try to. and <laughs> I, mean, I, I suppose <laughs> there's some that don't work but yeah that kind of yeah it, I, I suppose that's what, what's driving that do you think is that just because you enjoy it so much is it just sort of just want to I think it's enjoyable but you've also got to keep things fresh um mm -hmm. you don't you don't, it'd be very easy just to think, oh, right, well, I've got the selection right now, therefore we just won't change it. But no, people get bored. I get bored if I go into a supermarket and I'm trying to find, if, you know, let's say I want to go for a bottle of wine. It's the same bottles yeah. of wine all the time. Yeah. People yeah. get bored of that. And we've got a lot yeah. of good regular customers and mm. you need to keep it fresh for them. Otherwise, they're going to go somewhere else. Yeah. So we like yeah. to change things. Yeah? yeah. So you have your staples that stay there because they're successful. People like them and they, they go out the door. Um, but you've got to keep people interested. Yeah. yeah, yeah so there's sure. different things you can do now. You know, when we were doing tastings, we do regular wine tastings and then we'd introduce, you know, occasionally we might do a food and wine match tasting. So like a cheese and yeah. wine tasting, They're hugely popular. Yeah. 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 And I, I always um, use those, uh, sorry, I interrupted you there, but right? uh, I always use those, um, you as an example when talk to other businesses because uh like the way you've built community around what you're doing is so we try and use so a local important. supplier for like if you if you're having a cheese tasting we use the deli that was up the road at the time yeah. to provide the cheese and they come in and um talk about the cheese and that's good for their business or we've we've worked with um caroline at handley organics mm -hmm. where she's she's done a tasting with us and obviously we can't do those things at the moment but that's the sort of thing that builds up helps to build up the local community everybody's supporting yeah. each other and it, yeah. it also keeps things interesting for the customer group yeah so. and, and it, it builds that community of customers mm. around the shop is what exactly the way i've always seen it and that's kind mm. of although that's sort of kind of like one customer at a time isn't it in yeah, many ways absolutely. But, it's that's one to one, but that's what you have yeah. to do isn't it yeah. and, um, and word of mouth you know helps obviously yeah uh, we've got a good well a reasonable size uh, email database now so i tend to okay. I use that just for basically the tasting, so I haven't actually used them, mm -hmm. used it much in the last twelve months, and I really should because that's a you know yeah definitely yeah <laughs> so that's a, that's a learn for me. It's something else I need to do. <laughs> it's on my another, list another of things thing to do. List, yeah, no, it is important. I mean, I yeah. you know I do a, a regular monthly newsletter. Yeah, you're very good at that. Yeah, quite religious about it. Yeah, you because are because I, I sort of see it as yeah, just keeping up the engagement and yeah. keeping it at the top of people's minds i suppose that's right yeah um, absolutely. and actually once you get into it it's it's not a huge mm. like time commitment to actually no put it's it not together. it's once you've got the, the template set up it's setting up the template that's quite mm. for me quite stressful because i'm not the biggest techie person yeah but yeah. um but once you've got it yeah so i need i the trouble is to send us another email because my template's set up for tastings <laughs> <laughs> I need to change it and do something different. Okay, you need another template. I do yeah, need another yeah. template. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, but, okay, so, um, yeah, just I'm just going to go back a little bit mm -hmm. then. Did, did, were you guys always from this area or...? 
Uh, interestingly enough, my my father's family was um, my father grew up in Handy Swan. Right. Okay. So we I've always had family in the Malvern area. Yeah. So my family goes back. Although I was actually uh, brought and raised up in Leicestershire. Um, oh yeah. My father's family were always around this area and right. my uncles so we used to come to Malvern a lot mm -hmm. so that's how I know Malvern yeah. um, and I actually moved to Malvern oh long time ago I uh, my first husband and I bought a house in initially in Lye right you know, near Lysinton okay yeah? yeah yeah and then we moved into Great Malvern mm -hmm. um, so I've been around this area for a long time mm -hmm. um, so my husband who's from uh, Staffordshire mm -hmm. uh, joined us when Ooh, 25 years ago. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I've been around a lot longer than that, but uh, Chris is a relative newcomer to the area. <laughs> <laughs> Relatively. Yeah, yeah, okay. But yeah, so we've had family connections here for a long time, yeah, and my parents who um, uh, obviously retired, had, had been in France for 10 or 15 years, they, they've now moved into Lebry, so... Oh, right, um, okay. So, cool. yeah, we've got strong... My husband's um, parents have both uh, passed on, so, yeah, um, yeah. so we are firmly... Based around here. Firmly, yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, excellent. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about, you know, your sort of marketing and everything with the shop, because that's always struck me as being an important part of uh, of what you do, and you obviously realise that, and a lot of time you yeah. see businesses that maybe don't put so much importance on, on the marketing side of things, but it seems like you've mm. always done that or known that. Has that been something you've learnt or...? Come um, to realise, or is that just? I think it's um, you have a marketing has an impact visually on people. Mm -hmm. um, I suppose that's something both Chris and I learned because we we went through corporate worlds. I mean, okay. in in pharmaceuticals, it's all about marketing. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. all about sales and marketing. Okay. And of course, in in that industry, you don't do a direct sale because you're not selling to the customer, mm -hmm. i.e., the patient. You are selling to an in-between person yeah. right okay so yeah. it's quite a difficult sell okay. um so they rely a lot on marketing and and other ways of influencing people and they one of the uh good things about corporate world like that is that they invest money in training people and they spend a lot of money on training people right okay. whether that's in skills in competences whatever it is so so Chris and I have both benefited from that mm -hmm. um, over the years. And we try and bring what we've learnt, the good things of what we learnt from pharmaceuticals and, and from other industries into Hay Wines. Right, now, okay. obviously, we don't do it on the same scale by any, me yeah. any means and <laughs> wouldn't want to, but it gives you a framework that I can, I can walk around the shop, whether, it's, whether you're looking at bringing a product in, you think this is a fantastic product, but it's got a really bad label. Right. You know, yeah. it's not going to sell yeah. because people buy with their eyes. Yeah, yeah. Most people buy with their eyes. So right, if they see okay. an attractive looking label or shape of a bottle or, you know, that's going to appeal to people. Okay. And yeah, yeah. you can spot that whether you like what's in the bottle or not, it doesn't really <laughs> matter. But you know that somebody's, you know, got the marketing right. Yeah, yeah. Because it looks good. Hopefully the content's you know, go with it. We're not going to have anything in that we don't like. Yeah. We insist on trying most of what we sell at Hay Wines. Um, and we do that as a team effort. Mm. So we have little, we have great little gatherings, or we did before all the <laughs> lockdowns. I remember, I remember a few years ago, we, we, we decided we wanted to start importing Proseccos into yeah. the UK, direct from Italy, because yeah. Michaela is one of our team. He's an Italian gentleman. Top He's bloke. a sommelier. <laughs> uh, top bloke, absolutely. And he has the contacts in Italy. So yeah. he um, does all our direct imports. Yeah. And we decided that uh, if you're going to direct import wine, you have to do it in bulk, obviously. Makes mm -hmm. sense. So it, so w whatever part of that order has to be something that you know is going to sell quite quickly. It's going to be what you call a fast mover. Okay. Prosecco. Yeah. yeah? Right. Going to be a yeah. fast mover because it's going to appeal to wholesale accounts, but also to the general public. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you'd hope you'd be able to get rid of a pallet load full of wine, of Prosecco. Um, and normally you'd have one big staple, which will be your everyday Prosecco. And then you can yeah. add on some nice extras that are a bit more you know, okay. special, shall yeah, we say. Yeah. So we sent Michaela over to Italy and he, he went to some <laughs> big 
wine exhibition or whatever it was and did, did some trawling around some of his friends, some of the people yeah. he knew in the wine industry <laughs> who, who make Prosecco, went to the top class of wineries and got them to send samples over to the UK. Yeah. So the whole of the Hay Wines team sat in our garden in West Malvern <laughs> one Sunday afternoon tasting... 48 bottles of Prosecco, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Try and decide which of these producers we liked and which ones we didn't like. And all the, all the, all the rejects got stuck on the... We, we have a, we have a single-storey barn is our living room, as right, you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And all, all the rejects were on the guttering. <laughs> and all the ones we liked. And thankfully, because um, we, we taste as a team, yeah. we all agree about which ones we like and which ones right. we don't like. Okay, so yeah. everyone, everyone, everyone's there. The so team. there's yeah. myself cool. and Chris, um, and everybody that works for Hay Wines comes around, and we try right, all these okay. whatever it is we've got. And I, that was I, a classic I, tasting. I just need to point out, I do work for you occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> You're invited to the next one, Dan. <laughs> but that is a great way of doing it, and we yeah. know that we're all agreed and we're all on side about yeah. which producer or you know which wines it is we we, we feel are appropriate to bring into Hay Wines, and which ones are not. Yeah. And then Brilliant. we we. You know, obviously we keep notes and we give feedback to the suppliers. But mm. I remember Michaela saying, because we took some photographs at that particular tasting, and um, one of the suppliers that we didn't go with wanted to know why all his wines were in the guttering. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, know what, I don't know what he said to them, but... Something very delicate and Italian. smoothed it through. <laughs> yeah, smoothed that one over. Excellent. But, but um, so yes, there's, there's lots of things about marketing I don't tend to. I don't tend to think of it as as an activity. It's mm. just something that you. It's just you realise that something's going to work or something's not going to work. Yeah, the only yeah. time I've I've actually um, specifically gone down that route is when I was offered a few years ago the opportunity to do the growth accelerator. It was a government sponsored, okay. sort of partly right, sponsored yeah. um, um, initiative for small businesses. Okay. Um, and through that, uh, I had a. A coach that mm. helped me, a local lady that oh, yeah. helped me really well. And she was a marketing um, specialist. And we went round, she took me round um, Cheltenham actually to mm. look at different shops and see how they presented their shops and how they then set things out inside and how the staff were dressed and all that sort of stuff. Right, you know, yeah. took it to the nth degree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I learned a lot about that. And I did, a, I did a rebranding on the back of that. And that's when we went from changing... Uh, when we first set up Hay Wines, the colour codes were like burgundy. Yeah. It was quite old-fashioned. Yeah. yeah. And that's when we upgraded it to the grey that we have now. We have the logo, which is like the, the 12... It's, it, it represents 12 bottles, a case yeah. of wine. Yeah. With yeah. one missing. Yeah. yeah. So we have proper branding in that respect that we mm -hmm. can use... Some of it we use quite a lot. Some of it we don't use quite so much. Right, yeah, but okay. that's that that goes through the the branding, as it were. Yeah. The only thing we've never quite got around to doing is changing the uh, blinds on the outside of the shop. That's on my <laughs> list. I had that in my mind. <laughs> I know, because that really has to, because they're horrible. <laughs> so that's the next thing to do. That's, yeah, yeah. It's always yeah. on my list, and we never quite get there. <laughs> so I failed miserably on that bit. But, uh. but having, like a, having a brand like that that yeah. you can all sort of get behind and... Because, I, you know, I started out... When I started out, I just basically wrote my name in some font a yeah. font and that was yeah. it and it was fine for a bit but then when I had an actual logo done and everything you suddenly feel like you can sort of get behind it don't yeah, you exactly. like you sort of feel yeah. a bit more proud of it and, and then you want to put it on everything then you want, yeah then yeah hence why I've got <laughs> then it then you try to change the font on your email so that it matches yeah yeah and <laughs> not only, always that easy you only get a few options yeah that's but it. it's important isn't it it um, is yeah you want the consistency yeah and I always think it's really important to, to pick a font that is easily read mm-hmm and it's yeah. a simple thing, but I see I see brands that have got really, you know, twirly fonts that make it really difficult to see what actually they're trying to say. Yeah, and yeah, that sure. doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It should be instant, and less is more often. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why your logo is really good. That is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Very clear. <laughs> yeah, and that's what you want. It should simple, it should say but... immediately <laughs> what what you are and what you're offering. Yeah. 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 And just yeah, without people we having to that's sort what of we do. Yeah. interpret things and exactly work it what's out that about? <laughs> yeah. So is that all stuff from your corporate 
training and things it is. Um, and then Jennifer helped me enormously with that um, with the coaching project I had with the growth accelerator and that's that's what that must be four or five years ago now maybe yeah. longer but um, yeah yeah so so that helped enormously yeah, yeah. yeah but okay. trying to get my husband to stick to that is another matter. Stick to your brand guidelines. And <laughs> He's trying to change the colour. No, you can't do that. That's the brand. You can't. It's a brand. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, but, it's. Um, Especially if, if he's the kind of ideas guy that wants Absolutely. to sort of... yeah. Move it on. Move it on and keep changing <laughs> things. Yeah, makes sense, makes sense. Okay, cool. So did you see, when you actually, you know, change that, apart from your mm. sort of internally, your kind of, um, you know, like we said, getting behind the brand and yeah. feeling good about it and everything, did you see a sort of shift in, you know, business and, and, and that side of things? I mean, how did that... The, the business has, has, has grown steadily, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think um, we did have quite a few comments about it when it when we first did it. Right. Um, it's a it's a more modern, more up to date look. Mm. But most of you, most of your everyday customers, hey wines is still hey wines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they might not even notice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes us feel a bit better about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it's it's something that we've got behind, and since then, so for example. Um, during the lockdown, we thought, what can we do to spread the word about the free local deliveries? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we, we've never done much advertising. Mm -hmm. We do advertising on uh, Facebook. So we right. do a bit of social media advertising, but we've never really done much print advertising. Mm -hmm. I tried it a couple of times very early on, didn't really do anything. So we sort of gave up on that. Mm -hmm. um, but with the lockdown and stuff, we thought, right, we need to try something different. And actually, it was Chris's idea, right. um, as it would be. And we did a mail shot through the Royal Mail, you know, where you, oh, yeah, you can yeah. do leaflet drops using yes. the post office. Well, so you design the postcard through there. Yeah. So we did yeah, an, a, an A5 that, yeah. and it was, Michaela found the ideal picture, mm -hmm. yeah, online, which we bought, obviously, yeah. um, entitled No Venophobia, the fear oh, of yeah. running out of wine. <laughs> Very memorable, quite funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we put that on one side and then we put all our branding stuff on the, on the back. But yeah. the number of customers that received that, that then come into the shop and say, oh, I've got that on my fridge. Because right, <laughs> they okay. love it. Yeah, because part of that's because there's no branding on the actual bit that's funny. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. nothing that says, hey, why is it? But it's quite a, an interesting Okay, that picture. was an intentional thing then, was mm. it? Because I noticed that when I came in yeah. the other day. And, and people um, still pick it up and take them away. Saw your leaflet. Yeah, I, I wondered if it had been intentional to put, yeah. not have the branding on the front. Mm. So is that because... It's all on the back. So you get people to put it on Attention. the fridge kind of thing. Well, we didn't think of that. No, we didn't realise right. that that's what people were going to do. Okay. It was about having something that would grab people's attention, that would catch their eye. It's a little bit funny... Yeah, when yeah, people yeah. realise, oh, that's, you get a very positive reaction to it. Yeah. And it it drew people's attention to us that had never been into Hay Wines before. Right. Within two days of that going out, and we didn't know which day it was being delivered where, mm -hmm. and we did we only did three postcodes. Right, yeah? okay. Um, we had people coming in the shop that had never been in the shop before that lived locally. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. We had such a good response to it. Wow. And the fact that people hang on to it, is even yeah. better because most people you get a leaflet in the you know in through the you just straight in the bin isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what i do yeah. <laughs> but um but that is has is it's stickier shall we say i'm sure a lot of people threw them away but it's stickier than most it's yeah, yeah. interesting okay and then um just to like sort of talk specifics on that when mm. you do that um yeah you said you did three postcodes is that just something you pick up on the post office software is it and you can just say we'll do these postcodes or yeah, do you have to you, Chris talked to the post office. They have a, a um, and their pricing is based on how many obviously leaflets they deliver and all the rest of it. Mm. So it's all. So we did it on postcode. We looked at our catchment area, mm -hmm. and we could. I mean, we we do free deliveries into Gloucestershire, Herefordshire, and Worcestershire. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's not the cheapest thing to do. No. Yeah? So we picked HR eight. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Ledbury. Yeah. We picked WR14 and WR13. We thought we'd just give it a go. Yeah. And we printed yeah. 21,000 leaflets. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually was relatively inexpensive. Which the post office print them, yeah? So you don't... No, we, no, we, we printed oh, them. Printed and we them. have to deliver them to them. And oh, you have really? to go down to Swindon to deliver them. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh, they have okay. a distribution centre, which is apparently enormous. So we had them printed, um, um, delivered them to their depot in 
Swindon, mm. and then they transport them back to Ledbury or to right. wherever. <laughs> <laughs> and they give you uh, the week commencing is the, is when they're going to deliver them. Right, OK. Yeah? okay. And that's, that's what we did. Because I think there's a service on the post office where um, it sort of hands off pretty much. You can design the oh, postcard really? and then you yeah, upload right. all the addresses... Yeah. And they do the printing and delivering and everything, all the fulfilment. Uh, this must be a different one then. Maybe yeah. it's a different one, yeah. It's funny because this is about... Because we didn't have to do it. We just said, right, we want every, everyone that's private and businesses in these three postcodes. And you right, can do as many okay. or as few as you want. Oh, brilliant. Um, and they do the rest. It's we just provide them with the paperwork. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's funny because uh, this is... I think the third conversation this week I've had about direct mail. Really? Yeah, because someone was saying it's it's sort of coming back, and particularly with the lockdown, because so many people are at home all the time. So if it's B two C, I suppose it's a bit more. B two B is probably a bit more difficult because yeah. because yeah. <laughs> everyone's at home, <laughs> yeah, and not exactly. in the office. But yeah, yeah, I've heard people saying it's like. And was it working for other people really? as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I th- I try we remember. were very surprised. At, um, we, we we didn't really have high expectations. We thought it was worth a go, mm. but uh, it was a lot better than we were anticipating. A lot yeah. better. And, and we I, would do it. We would do it again. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I saw a statistic on it. Mm. Um, it was something like a ninety-five percent open rate. You know, because people talk about really? open rates of emails, and yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, can be pretty rubbish. Yeah, you, yeah a, you wouldn't expect that, wouldn't you? Your direct yeah. mail is like 90-something percent, I think, because really? you know, people aren't getting so much yes, of course. mail. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting so, yeah, thing to it, think about, yeah, I think. Yeah, that really worked for us anyway. Right, yeah. OK, OK. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we mentioned that you've, like, tried lots of different things and, and everything. Are there some things that you can talk about that kind of haven't worked and you've learnt something from in terms of your marketing? Things that haven't worked... Um, this is right. where I'm going to show that we haven't actually done that much. <laughs> <laughs> or, I mean, things um, where you, you've tried something and you've had to sort of just adapt it a bit to, 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 to optimise it, maybe. I think, well, I have to say the paper marketing hasn't worked, as in advertising in local press hasn't worked. OK. We tried yeah, that, yeah. we tried that, and we tried... Because um, we'd done it a couple of times and thought... You got no means of telling whether you were actually getting any business as a result of it. So mm. we tried putting, you know, you can put a coupon in or mm. take this with you and you'll get 5% yeah. off. So we did that. Nothing. Absolutely yeah, nothing. Yeah, so yeah. that killed it for us in terms of advertising in the local paper. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's very expensive as well, I think. It's ex- a, it's expensive. And B, it doesn't seem to work. Most people are not reading hard copy anymore. Yeah. Or... Those that are is in decline, and it tends mm. to be the older demographic that tends to buy yeah, because they've yeah. always bought. My parents still buy newspapers every day, you know, because they've always done that. Yeah, so. I know someone who who specialises in wills and things, and he right. he's you know paper advertising is great for him. Right. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> yeah. It's the, yeah. It's the right, or if you're right a funeral parlor, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, it's perfect. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. suppose that's about knowing where your audience exactly are hanging yeah. out, and and for you, where is that? Where are they hanging out? Um, most of our demographic tends to be sort of 30, 35 up. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, so the most successful uh, advertising we've done, apart from the, the mail drop, which is mm. different, um, has been Facebook. Facebook is our... Right, okay. Yeah. As opposed to Instagram. Absolutely. Instagram is younger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And certainly for wine... Um, Facebook seems to be the place right. at the okay. moment. Whether that stays, another matter. Okay. Um, Twitter, we, we started doing quite a bit of stuff on Twitter. Because Michaela um, not only imports stuff, but he does a lot of our social media. Yeah. Or most of our social media, to be fair. Yeah. Um, so he did a lot on Twitter. And what I, what I observed from Twitter was that all it was doing was um, increasing our awareness amongst the trade industry. Not, not customer right. trade, but people in the wine industry. Right. I'm not interested okay. in selling to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're usually interested in selling to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, so that for me didn't work because our okay. customers are not using Twitter to look for wine. Why would they? Yeah, yeah. sure. That's not that's not the format for that. And Instagram, um, not so much so. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Facebook seems to be the one that 
for us works mm, okay, or has done yeah. it up, up until now yeah, yeah. I, I, my my sort of guess on it is that instagram will gradually become i'm sure it will the one that replaces yeah. facebook yeah it, uh, i'm sure in it will in terms of yeah. your your demographic yeah and exactly okay so, yeah yeah so it's interesting how the demographic changes um but also with 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 the product lines because you see wine is very much that sort of slightly older you know, 30 upwards, generally. That's, mm -hmm. This is a generalisation, obviously. But then you've got gin comes in. And okay. gin appeals yeah. um, to everybody. The younger generation are buying gin. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I, I talk to my wine suppliers and say, what are they doing to make wine appeal to younger people? Because very few people are doing anything about that. Right, OK. And, you know, wine's going to get left behind if they're not careful. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are one or two people who are trying different formats. So we've mm -hmm. had, we've had some wine bottles in that are fifty cl bottles with a with a crown cap, okay, which really? are you know a, a basic white and a red from Australia. Right. Nice wines like for a the beer bottle sort of thing. Yeah, so, so it's, a, it's it's supposed to be like a picnic for picnics if you want to take uh, okay. some. You don't want a full bottle. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it'll give you you know a good sized glass of wine. Right, two okay. two large glasses of wine. Yeah, right, fifty okay. cl. Yeah. So. Um, and it's really interesting because we put one of those on a tasting event before, while we were still able to do tastings. Yeah. And it absolutely split the audience. Really? People loved the wine. Right, okay. Even though the bottle didn't say anything about it. it literally, because what they do is they, it's a, it's a winery is quite um, ahead of the game in terms of the way they're thinking. Yeah. So they tried this new format. And what they did is they make the traditional wines, so the Marsans and the Shirazes and all the rest of it. But with the grape, every vintage, when the grapes, what, with the grapes they've got left over, they blend them together to make a basic easy-drinking white and an easy-drinking red. And okay. they just put on the front W, white, and then the 18 or whatever the vintage is. Right. Yeah? And then the other one is R and the vintage. Yeah? So it's yeah. very simple. And it doesn't yeah. tell you anything more about, doesn't tell you what grapes are in there or anything. Right, okay. But it's an easy drinking wine that sells it under a tenner for a 50 CL bottle. Yeah? Right. So we put it with the half bottles. Okay. Um, and on the tasting, people like the wines, but we had uh, most of the people in the audience, bearing in mind there of the demographic we tend to attract. Mm liked it, thought this was, yes, this was quite innovative. But then we had one particular customer who was absolutely dead against it. Very uh, traditional. Right. Oh, it doesn't tell me anything about it. I can't possibly... She liked the wine, but couldn't possibly consider it because <laughs> it just wasn't right. Right, yeah? OK. And very yeah. vocal about it. But it was just interesting that that avant-garde bit of marketing in the wine world split the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Most people you go into a wine shop, you're looking for a traditional bottle of wine, you probably wouldn't pick that up off the shelf. But then that, yeah, but then it's fine, yeah. isn't it? Because yeah. that customer's not their target market. Not their target for, market, exactly. Bottle, and I do so. have regular customers that take that wine. Right, yeah. okay, interesting. But <laughs> it's marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a funny one, isn't it? And it's, yeah. it, it is kind of everything, isn't it? Like the whole marketing thing and... Yeah, um, and different things appeal to different... Like I say, the gin appeals to the younger generation as well as the older generation. So everybody buys gin now. Yeah. But it also appeals to both men and women. Right, okay. Whereas you look at whiskey, yeah. it's predominantly a male thing. Not yeah. not totally. There are ladies that enjoy whiskey, yes. Yeah. But predominantly it's men. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. And um Yeah, so I suppose in terms of all the different things that you've got mm. in the shop, you need to actually think of them as different sections with yeah. different audiences exactly and it's like we do the local beers and ciders yeah and, and they are a different customer group from the wine customers generally yeah you have some yeah. that do both but generally beer drinkers tend to be different from wine drinkers yeah right okay. why is that i don't know yeah yeah <laughs> i look at my i look at my son who's not local he's not based locally but he he's a lager drinker yeah now we don't really do lager yeah <laughs> we do <laughs> Three craft lagers, yeah? yeah, but they're not like a Carling or yeah, you know, yeah, a, sure. a Stella or whatever. Um, and he, Your son he, doesn't drink Stella, though, surely. <laughs> I'm not sure which one he drinks, actually, but he doesn't drink a lot, full stop. But, um, but no, he will wrong. occasionally drink a glass of wine now, but he's not a big wine drinker. Right, yeah. OK, OK. But it's interesting how different generations, the motivations are different, the priorities mm. are different, yeah? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. And... Um, you know, with the tastings and everything, mm. like we, we've talked about, it has that advantage of building the community, but also you're getting direct customer feedback as Absolutely. well, aren't you? Absolutely, yeah. Which must be invaluable. Absolutely. Um, and and it's, it's not just the tasting events, that's where we pick up 
we get feedback from, or we used to get feedback from events, mm -hmm. yeah, because you're there talking to people all the time and you pick up very quickly the little trends and the mm -hmm. things that people like, things that people don't like. And, pe you know, people might comment about, oh, this is a bit too sweet for me or whatever. And it's, 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 that's a consistent thing, you know, you need to change it. You need to change yeah? something, yeah, yeah. But yes, you get the direct feedback um, from the tasting events. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the tasting events, you've got a mixture of people. You've got some people there that are very knowledgeable about wine because mm -hmm. they've been into it for years. Yeah. And they probably yeah. know more than I do about wine. Yeah. And then you've got others that know nothing. And that's, yeah. that's great because people have the opportunity to learn about stuff. And we learn from them mm -hmm. about what people are picking up and what people are not picking up and mm -hmm. what things work and what things don't work. Mm -hmm. So that helps us enormously. Yeah, and yeah. then you adapt to what and we the adapt customer's to, saying exactly. rather than... Yeah, you have to, because otherwise you're going to get left behind. Yeah, but it's yeah. too easy to kind of... You see a lot of people, and I'm probably guilty of this as well, of saying, like, well, I like this, I'm going to do that, and, yeah, you know, exactly. and, and people will like it, I'm sure, because I do, but it's kind <laughs> of... <laughs> I think it takes a different mindset, doesn't it, to sort it of does. listen to the customer yeah. and adapt to what they want. Exactly, and that's, and that's the trick when somebody comes in that... Maybe it's a customer comes in and we don't know don't know them. Maybe they've not been in before. Mm. And they're struggling to... Because they see a wall of wine and they don't know where to start. Yeah. yeah? They yeah. say, well, what sort of thing are you looking for? Mm. You know, and they'll give you an idea and say, well, how much did you want to spend? You know, what approximately how much do you want to spend? Um, and what would you normally buy? Because most, let's face it, 90-odd percent of people buy their wine in the supermarket because it's dead easy. It's there, you're there doing your shop anyway, and you can just grab a couple of bottles. And that's, that's what 90-odd percent of the population do. Yeah. Um, so they will have their go-tos. Uh -huh. So they'll say, oh, well, I, like, I normally buy New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. Fine, what's your budget? Great. Well, if you like that one, you should like this. Yeah. yeah. And then you can take them on a little journey. Right, yeah, so okay. once they trust yeah. you and they know you've sold them something within their budget mm -hmm. and they like it, they'll come back to you. So I really like that. So, right, try this. Yeah, I think you'll yeah. like this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it's, a sim it's just about communication. That's all it's about. Communication, I think as you yeah. go into a supermarket, people, you don't get that experience. So you're, you're yeah. effectively doing a random pick up. Mm -hmm. you, you look for something that fits your price point. Yeah. And you hope that, because you recognise Sauvignon Blanc or Pinot Grigio or Merlot or whatever it happens to be, you think you might like that, yeah? Mm, mm. Does not yeah, do Yeah, interesting. And, and it's a, like you say, it's a point of difference between you and the Absolutely. supermarket, isn't it? Because, you know, we've all got, well, most, most businesses now have got like a giant kind of competitor, I suppose, especially on the high yeah. street. Yeah. For you, it's the supermarkets and... and well, to be honest, Dan, I don't consider them as competitors. <laughs> no, not well, maybe not a competitor, but like yeah. But yes, the, but the, that's the, that's the people can go the and buy their wine there, like yeah. you say. Yeah, it's the alternative. Yeah, but the you're alternative. able to offer, and you have to offer something different, different. because if you were just yeah. that off license, why that would they come to people us? People come in and yeah, just pick them off without talking to anyone. Then yeah. they might as well go down the road to Tesco's or something. Yeah. I suppose. I tell you, the other thing that's worked really well for us is tasting, as in not. Formal tastings, mm -hmm. but having things open in the shop for people to try before mm -hmm. they buy. Yeah? Right, OK. So you, you'll know, because you've, you've been in a number of times, that we have... <laughs> I'm not always coming in tasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we have loads of whiskies, yeah. loads of gins, and in normal times, we would also, on a Saturday, we would always have two bottles of wine open. Yeah. That people oh, yeah, can just try. That. Yeah. <laughs> now, we don't feel we can do that at the moment, because people might get a bit funny about, you know, you handing them a glass of wine. Well, it's not a glass, it's a taste. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we still do tastings for the spirits because we're giving them disposable cups that then get thrown away, so nobody's ever used them or, you know. Yeah. So we can still do that, I feel. Yeah. But particularly with spirits where these are not cheap. You might be spending mm. £40 on a bottle of something. You want to try it before, you know, you buy a, a random bottle of whiskey <laughs> or a random bottle of gin, you might get it home and open it and find you actually don't particularly like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there are so many to choose from. Um, and that works really well. So yeah. we encourage people, if we've got it open, try it, because you might not like yeah. it. That's fine, because we've got plenty of others if you don't like it. Yeah. But if you do like it, at least you've tried it and you know you like it before you spend the cash, as it were. Yeah, yeah? and you're kind, of, you're kind of backing yourselves then, aren't you? You're exactly. saying, look, yeah. 
yeah, we're gonna we're gonna sell you something that you like, and we'll guarantee that by offering you a taste. And it's just yeah, kind and of you open don't have to buy it it's now. generous, isn't it? As well, really. Exactly. And people can try four or five different things, and then <laughs> they might choose one, or they might not choose any. Mm. But more often than not, they'll go away. They've had a good experience, and hopefully, they'll then come back. That's yeah. what it's about. Yeah. 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 It's not about necessarily. I think I've only once in how long have we been going? Eleven years. Yeah. Had a customer who's actually. Uh, a father and a son that right. would routinely come in, ask to try a load of whiskies and then not buy anything. <laughs> yeah, right. I think the most okay. they ever bought was a miniature. <laughs> and how did you how did you deal with that? <laughs> well, it got to the point where they they kept coming in, and so we just stopped stopped serving them. Right. We just, okay. If they come in, we wouldn't because normally I, I proactively engage with people. Yeah. 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 But we learned what they were up to. Right. Uh, so we said, right, if they come in, you don't offer them any samples, you leave them to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. And they, and they got the message, they, so they don't it. come back in now. Right, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Because they were just taking the mickey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. good that there's only one but out of uh, That's only once, that's only happened once, yeah, yeah. exactly. And we, and we give out lots of samples of stuff. You know, if people want to try something, they can. That's the thing, isn't it? I think mm. often people are kind of hesitant to do something like that because they're like, yeah. oh, people will just come in and take the piss or whatever. But no, but they don't. They don't, no, do they? And, no. and that sort of spirit people. of generosity, if yeah, you exactly. excuse the pun, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, goes a long way, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah. Yeah. and there's a logic for doing it, yeah. yeah. So, cool, cool. Well, um, you wouldn't believe it. But we've been recording for just over 50 minutes. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> not too boring, I hope. <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. Um, very, very interesting. And um, But, yeah, we probably probably better wrap up. Um, so, yeah, people come find you at haywines.co.uk. Yep, absolutely. Haywines, Library High Street. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. First and foremost. First and, foremost. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, on, on Facebook. Facebook, uh, Hey Wines UK. Hey Wines UK. Same on Twitter, same on Instagram. Um, and we're on LinkedIn as well, if anybody wants to yeah. contact us that way. Excellent. So. We'll put all those links into the show notes. And, um, yeah, I'm sure I do encourage people to come and get the Hey Wines experience because I know we've had, <laughs> we've had, I don't think I've ever told you this, but we've had, like, friends come from London and um, yeah. have said, like, there's nothing like this in London. You know, this is amazing. <laughs> it's, like, better than any any wine shop they've been to and you know that's, that's brilliant that's thank pretty you. cool isn't it <laughs> so, we do get good feedback so yeah, yeah no, that's fantastic to hear thank you it's really good. appreciate well, that yeah and again thank you for all your support over the years and um Likewise. helping me on my journey and uh our pleasure you do a fantastic this, job this point so yeah, yeah no thanks it's been great <laughs> brilliant thank you dan bye-bye bye You've been listening to the Thriving Three Counties podcast with me, Dan Barker. You can find links to all the episodes and show notes over at danbarkerstudios.com forward slash podcast. If you've enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. It helps other people find the show and connect more people in the region. Thank you very much for your time listening. I hope you've enjoyed it and we'll see you next time.